Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Sofa Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 249, adding surprise elements to your home. The show notes for today can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 249. And I think maybe, first of all, we should start off by defining what do we mean about surprise elements? Yes. You know, what is that, what makes them a surprise? Unexpected or maybe... It's not something that you wouldn't expect to see in a house, but maybe it's something used in a new and unique way. Ah, there yes, you go. I'm also thinking dear. when we're talking, yeah, when we're talking decor, I'm thinking something that adds a little tension. And we oh, talk yeah. about how good tension could be when we're decorating, you know, because if you get too matchy-matchy or too one-dimensional as far as your decor style, it can be a little boring. So if you add some things that might be unexpected, it can make your decor seem really interesting. Yeah, so true. So it's not as if we're saying, um, you know, someone should be throwing you a surprise party and every time you come home, you're like, (laughs) I wish they would. Yeah, that might be fun. I'm not even sure if I wish that, but that might be fun. But that's not what we're talking about today. And not something like, oh, that's weird. Why do you have that in your house? You know, so surprise, good surprises um, using either, you know, the um, foundational bits of your home, something that's built in or decor pieces is what we'll be talking about today. Mm. And yes, you want to create a little bit of tension. A little bit of tension in your decor is good. We've talked about that. You don't want your house to look like a model home or, you know, an uninteresting hotel room. You want it to have personality and you want it to be reflective of you. But some people would say, some people would say a model home. I'd love for my house to look like a model home. So, I mean, (laughs) you you need to to declutter it then. (laughs) So, I mean, there's some things about that, that, right. They tend to be decluttered, the model homes, and they tend to be well put together. But the thing that they're lacking is your personality. So you want your home to have your personality. And, and if you're a, especially if you're kind of a fun loving person, I mean, bring some of that fun, bring some of that kind of uh, just interest that your personality to your home. And so it adds a personal stamp. So one thing that you can do is if you have some specific hobbies or things that are important or special to you, I think that's a great tip on where, what direction to go on what to include in your home. So for example, you know, if you love music, maybe you can collect some old vintage instruments and display them some places in your home or something kind of musical, maybe some musical, um, you know, note, a paper with some musical notes on it, uh, you know, some songs or something, you can frame those. So, you know, that's just something that you can think about. You know what, Anita, what first came to mind when you said that was Anita and I just were together in North Carolina and we were meeting with our um, production team for Bespoke Decor and we went to um, 
uh, the woman's house who is working with us and she has a beautiful home and it's, oh, it's beautiful. an older home and she is very into uh, horseback riding and dressage and things like that and a real equestrian. Well, her home is decorated beautifully, but re- there were so many personal elements, which was great. But what really jumped out at me as a true surprise was in her dining room, she had a collection of vintage saddles. Oh, that's like, right. Who would expect that? Mm-hmm. And you would think, how would that possibly work? But it did. I didn't it. I mean, it was so oh, great. Yes. Well, it's so her. I mean, right. I think that was a great way to do it. And she had horse trophies and ribbons on her mantle. I think it was a wonderful way. It, her house had so much personality. It was so unique to her. I think that really is the epitome of what we're talking about. And there's something mm. unique about you that I think you can add to your home that's going to make mm-hmm. it very unique to you. So for example, for me, I love dishes. I love collecting dishes. So there is di- there are dishes, vintage dishes throughout my home everywhere. And at one point I had them on just about every wall. I've used a little more restraint now in this house than I had in the other house, but uh, the dishes are everywhere. So I, there's probably something, you probably don't have to think too much about what it is that you like to collect or that you love. And it's just going to make you happier in your home too, if you have those things in there. Mm, I so agree. I also think that it's what what you're aiming for is something that people will come in and say, oh, isn't that interesting? Or, oh, I that looks like her. Or I didn't know that about her. You don't want them to say, oh, that's odd. So there's like a fine line between another saddles. You may think look odd, but the way she did it was so interesting that you walk in and go, oh, that's really interesting. And that's what you're aiming for. Well, I, if you do it right, probably someone's going to walk in and think it's odd, but, <laughs> but you the know, majority. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I mean, you're not going to make, I mean, everyone happy, but I just wouldn't even worry about it. Well, I, you just is, don't want it to look weird. You know, I think there's a, a line between like a little bit of surprise and tasteful than something that's like really well, strange, yeah, you unless wanna, you love yes. it. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Tasteful. Um, tastefully done. Here, in, here's a good example of that. I, um. I have a very sort of neutral classic with just a little bit of farmhouse touches in my living room. And I added a zebra rug to it. And for me, that was my element of surprise. And I absolutely loved it. And then I put it on a, then I put a sisal rug down and put that on top of it. And I even loved it even more. And most of my readers do every once in a while, I'll get something like, I really like your room, but I can't stand that zebra rug in it. Again, it's a matter of taste, but for the most part, that's my element of surprise because it is so unexpected in that room. Right. And I just think it pulls that. And for me, it just makes me so happy to see that in the room. Yeah. And, and here's what we're saying. You know, when we were talking about the saddles and different things and adding your personality, you know, if you're not, uh, you know, an Olympic horse rider or you're not really into music or something like that, that's okay too. I mean, Yvonne is not a zebra shepherd or something like that. You know, I just liked it. She liked it. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, that can also be, you know, a lot of us don't have dedicated hobbies or Mm -hmm. things that we feel really, really passionate about that you could express through decor. So it does, it it should reflect your, your house has to reflect your personality, of course, but your element of surprise, if you're thinking to yourself, gosh, I don't, you know, I don't ride horses or I, I don't play music. How can I add an element of surprise? It can be some, 
simply something that you're really drawn to that maybe, uh, you know, somebody who was designing the model home wouldn't have put in, you know, the decor. Something that's going to create that tension, Mm -hmm. something that you're drawn to, and something that makes everything else in the room better because it's there. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't necessarily, I, I, here's my, here's my decor rule about this. The quirkier something is, the smaller it should be. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, so let's get into some specifics. Okay. So one idea, I, uh, I haven't done this, but I think it's a great idea is to put a ladder, use a ladder on your ceiling as a pot rack holder. (gasps) Oh, I like that. Or in your laundry room to hang up your laundry. I've oh, seen that a ladder done head, like that I as guess. well. I like it. I like mm. it. Yeah, I think a and good then place I, to have. Oh, go, Anita. Well, go I'm just going to add one other thing about mm-hmm. the ladder is yeah. you can even use it in a bathroom to to uh, for your towels. Mm. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that idea. And again, or Anita, you it. know what you have in your bathroom that I love? You have that little stool next to your tub. Oh, right, right. Now, I wouldn't say that, that, I mean, I would say that's a little bit of a surprise because you're thinking, I mean, it's an, it's a very elegant bathroom with a clawfoot tub, right? Is it a clawfoot? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a pedestal or a soaker. in one bathroom and then a clawfoot in another. Yeah. And then this little sort of chippy stool, like a three-leg stool that I love. I, I it's You walk in, you go, oh, because it just doesn't look so... Um, formal and so cold that really warms it up a lot. Well, and one of the things I did in the downstairs bathroom that's very unique is over the tub and where the shower curtain is. Actually, I have lace panels. This is a tub that we don't really we don't have a downstairs bath uh bedroom, so it's not used. The shower mm. isn't used. The tub isn't used. But I put in a barnwood valance for the shower mm-hmm. curtain, basically. So that was a very rustic element in with, you know, some more elegant things in the room. And so that's kind of a very unique look. So, you know, that was kind of, I had this barn wood left over when they built our house and I thought, I just love this. Where am I going to use it? So that's something mm-hmm. that you can do if you've got something in your home and, and you think, well, I just love this thing, but where can I use it? Just get creative and think about where you might be able to use it in a unique way. I love the idea also of using a chair for a bedside table if you don't need to put a lamp next mm-hmm. to your bed. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And I, think, I think, I mean, I, I know that's been done and redone, but I just think the there's so many options. You can paint it a different color. You can um, upholster it in something a little crazier. You know, you could just, you could hang it actually on the wall. So there's, I think that's such, that's an example of using something that's a little bit of a, of a surprise. Oh, and yeah. A, and a, Mm-hmm. And it's a and nice then, surprise. Uh, yeah, I think so. And then, for example, wallpaper. You could wallpaper your ceiling or you could use Kelly's trick and just do some wallpaper panels that you frame with with some molding. So you're not doing the whole wall. You're just doing some panels framed out with the molding. I think that's a great way to just add some pattern to a room, especially if it's the removable wallpaper. Mm-hmm. What a great way to just add something temporarily to the room. Can I just add a couple more, like um, a little bit of like a notation uh, as we're talking about these examples. If you are going to do, if you're going to do, let's say, put a a chair and you're going to paint the chair 
you know, orange, let's say, and your room doesn't really have any orange in it, add that element somewhere else into your room. So if you're, if you have a statement piece like my zebra rug, it's black and white. Well, I have two black end tables. So it's sort of, if, if I had just everything was very neutral in that, just that rug, I think that would call too much attention to it. So if, while you're talking about like putting a ladder in or, or because that's, again, there's that beautiful, texture, add a little bit of that texture somewhere else in the room too. So it doesn't look like it stands alone. That's a good point to repeat something about mm-hmm. it. Repeat it. That's so right. that it fe- looks like it was planned and not something you threw in the room. Another thing now, Yvonne and I have been dying to do this, but I'm too chicken to do it. it paint the floors white. Oh, <laughs> or I'm not too color. chicken. I, I just won't have a husband anymore. <laughs> well, that's what, well, I mean, I just, it sounds great, but oh. I know it's going to scratch and look bad. So I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's, that's a, could be a big surprise and then a big down. That, that would be a bad <laughs> surprise. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, if you have mm-hmm. a small, you know, Garrett apartment somewhere or, you know, and it's just one floor, maybe you could pull mm-hmm. it off, but I don't know. Not with a collie. Yeah, don't Not with a collie. No, no. I think it's fun mm-hmm. to bring outside elements in. I have some rusty urns that I like to use inside. I also oh, great was, idea. yeah, I've, I found here in the barn, but you could find them in statuary places, uh, a, a small column that you can use as a, an, like a side table or an end table. And there were a few of them here. So I have one outside, but then the other one, I thought, oh gosh, you know, I don't want to have too many of these out here. I want to break it up. So I brought it inside and wow, it really makes, it's not a like bing, 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 bang in the gong surprise. Like, you know, it's not sparkling, but there's, there's something about the aged cement mm-hmm. next to an upholstered chair that really gives it that cool tension. Um, so I would recommend looking for things like that. You may have something already getting cool and rusty out in your yard. Well, maybe you want to bring it in. Uh, that, that's <laughs> so we're talking way. about juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, there's all sorts of um, garden, metal garden things that, you know, it might just be sculptural looking and they, they could add some height. I think a great place to add a surprise element is in your entry if you can, because that's really fun when you open the door and you just see that something that's slightly unexpected. And again, it doesn't have to be something that's so off the charts crazy and doesn't go at all. You want it to work with the other things, but you want it to be something that someone normally wouldn't see there, or they normally wouldn't see it that way in that color or that texture or something like that. Just, you know, it's hard. It's kind of like, you know, you know it when you see it. It's a little hard to describe exactly because there's a world full of surprises and everybody's decor is different. So a surprise in my house might not be a surprise in your house, but we're just giving you the essence of something to think about. Maybe look around your rooms today and say, hey, you know, does every, is everything, oh, that all looks really nice, but maybe I need a little bam. You know, I need a little something. (laughs) And then here's the easiest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your travels, you can look for whatever that is and add it in. And for me, Here's the easiest way to do that. Do it with a pillow. If you're a little like, oh, I just don't know, but it sounds interesting, but I just don't know if I want to do it. Try it with a pillow. Get one pillow that's a little bit different, a little bit. Yeah, great idea. Um, interesting, a little bit you and add it to what you have and see how that works for you and see how nicely it gets noticed. I think that's such an easy way to add a little element of surprise if you're just a little shy of doing that. 
Mm-hmm. One, of, great great idea. Mm-hmm. one like of the questions to- here at Stone okay. Gable that we I get asked the most is, where did I get the side table in one of my guest bedrooms? And it is a, um, again, it's an animal print. Um, it's almost like a tiger looking pattern. And it's on this little odd, um, uh, like a three, like a a bubble table. Like it has three bubbles that go together to make it on a, just on a three legs. And I guess asked that all the time. And I found it at home goods, had no idea what I was going to do with it, but thought it was so interesting. And I think it was like $20. It was like on a sale, like nobody else wanted it. And I took it home and it sat in my basement for two years. And I just knew that I'd use it until I found, oh, when I redid one of our guest bedrooms, I thought this would be perfect. And I get so many great compliments about that because it's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unique. And you don't even have to buy something new to have something unique. There's so many unique antiques. I love to collect these architectural fragments from old churches. So I have an arch, I don't even know what you call it, but an arch piece from a church. I think it was somewhere near the altar. And then I actually have, I think they were called altars. I don't have it anymore. I ended up selling it. It looks like a little house. And so there's so many beautiful antique pieces uh, that you can get. And another thing that you can do is take an antique piece and reimagine it. So one thing you can do is if you buy an old piece, an antique, but you don't like the color, obviously paint it. Uh, or maybe you don't like the fabric on a chair. I buy old chairs all the time, old French chairs, and reupholster them. And so you can reupholster it in some sort of fabric that's unexpected. So I take a lot of high-end fancy chairs that would have had very high-end tapestry on them at one time, and I do them in very lowly grain sack fabric or a simple linen, which is not something that they would have originally been finished with. And then, for example, and then another example is I have an armoire, in a French armoire in my dining room, but I wanted to use it to display my ever-growing collection of dishes. Well, it had a mirrored door. And so you couldn't see the dishes in there. And it was for hanging clothes. So I worked with a guy who took the panel off behind the mirror, took the silvering off of the mirror, put some shelves in. And so now that mirror is now clear glass and I have shelves in there. And so now I'm able to use it to store dishes. So, you know, think of some ways you can take some old piece and, and reuse it in a new way. Mm, I really love that, Anita, because they're they're truly one of a kind. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. And, you know, another thing you can do is put something by your tub. Like we were talking about, I had a little stool. You can put a little table there. And I know Kelly loves using these, the garden benches. The garden benches Mm -hmm. are ceramic uh, stools or benches or whatever you want to call them. You can put them anywhere. You can use them as extra seating. You can use them as a side table. They work in so many different places and they're a nice surprise because it's not something you see in everyone's home. Right. Yeah. No. And and also it can really bring in that pop of color. I'm working with a client in um, New York City now and we did this really cool um, peacock removable wallpaper just as an accent in her brownstone. And it has this really deep 
um, was Chinese red in it. And so um, I suggested to her, we get a few garden stools and just put them around because it's a very long room that encompasses a living room and a dining room. So we're, we're using a few of those and then we're actually going to put one out in the real garden, but it's that real, real bright red. And that's just the pop that oh. we wanted to pull in the wallpaper. And it looks great. And that, that is you know, a surprise. A, it's something that people normally think about having outside. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a super saturated pop of color. They I mean, they come in so many different colors and, um, and it's so versatile because you can move it all around. So you can have a little, that little surprise element in so many different places, um, you know, just to suit your fancy. Those oh, are a I good idea. And I love buying things for my home that, that will work in more than one place. That is when you know you've got a keeper. When you buy something and it works in this room, you can move it to that room, that room. That's something that, uh, you know, it's really worth buying because you know you're going to be able to use it. It's not like you bought it just when you were in your, you know, uh, celadon phase and not <laughs> color anymore and then it doesn't go anywhere else. So. Yeah. Celadon, I could probably still be in that phase. Yeah. Oh, that one. I yeah, love that I know. color. That was a bad, that was a bad sh- example, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I know thing- I'm just, I'm- <laughs> I know. I think also it tells you that if you are buying things that you can use in multiple rooms, you've nailed down your decorating style. Yes. Yes. Well, and that also is mm-hmm. what we talk about is having a cohesive feeling throughout your whole home. Then you can move things from one room to another. But if you each room has a very different style, a lot of times you can't move things. But anyway, but back to the surprise elements, I was just thinking about some other old things that I used. I really had fun designing this house and I decided to use as many old elements as I could. So one of the things we found at the salvage yard was some old beadboard in blues and creams and greens. And that's what he put, uh, that's what I chose to put on the ceiling of my porch and so it's just very oh, old. Oh, that's so cool. I never mm-hmm. saw that you did that. I, and, and do you keep it in the blues and greens? Yes, yes. They're all Because I've never green. seen, you've got to do a post of that. I've never well, seen that either. So I've done that it, was but a it was surprise. a surprise. That was a long time. <laughs> that's well, an I element of surprise. Well, you're not normally shooting up toward the ceiling. I mean, I did, but it was years ago. But yeah, I'll try to do that again. So yeah. what did you do, Anita? You took sections of it and you kept it just the way it was, and then they pieced it together like a puzzle? Yeah, they just pieced it together. You know, I just said, mix it up. Don't do mm-hmm. blue here and then don't clump the colors. Right. I said, mix them up. And I just kind of waved my arms around and walked away and they did it. Oh, isn't that wonderful <laughs> when you can do that? That doesn't often Abracadabra. <laughs> and you kept it at the vintage patina. <clears throat> Of course. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. It's got, it does that have no That sounds in it. gorgeous. If you're an A type person, everything has to be perfect. Do not do this. You will not like it. Do not it's do this. Very, it's right. very rustic. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds really beautiful, though. I think there's a great um, opportunity to do a, a surprise element inside your fireplace, unless you're, oh, you know, yeah. you live someplace where you don't, it's cold all the time and you have to have, and you use that for your heating. But a lot of us, have fireplaces a that maybe don't work or b that we don't use all the time and so in there it's kind of a little showcase area you know you can always think of it like a small little stage you could do something really fun in there and some you know we've seen unexpected things like people stack books in there and things like that i think it's a great place to do baskets filled with something that might evoke the season a little bit and again maybe take those little fairy lights and and weave them in and then they're on batteries. Just make sure you have the battery where it's dangling out someplace where it's easy for you to get to. That's a super fun idea. Um, faux or real plants in there. Uh, you could do, um, 
a grouping of different um, sort of like, you know, those finials that kind of, they could be stone or sometimes they're made mm-hmm. of resin. Oh, you could get yeah. them in all yes. different sizes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could maybe do a cluster of five of those or something like that. You could, uh, you know, obviously people have seen the candles. You could do that. That's not that surprising, but it's a little bit different than just having a log set in there. So I think that's oh, a fun place to be able idea. to decorate mm-hmm. in that way. Oh, I think that's, and it's such a black hole the rest of right. the year. Right. So I think that's a great place <laughs> You're to right. Start. It is a big black hole the rest mm-hmm, of the year. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I did using some old things in my house was I found an old iron garden post out in a gardening store and uh-huh. uh, used that for the newel post on my stairs. And so we just, uh, the builder or my guy had to make a boot for it to make it the right height. Uh, but it looks great. I painted it, gave it a little extra coat of black paint. And it's a very unique piece that you won't see anybody else's staircase with that newel post. Wow. Isn't that great? I love when I can think there's nobody in the world that has this because right. I found mm-hmm. it and it was old and I did this to it or I used it in this way. You know, right. that is, I just get such a charge out of that. You know, not that I want to be like, <laughs> oh, I'm the only one, but it is, it is because it shows your personality. It shows, it shows your creativity because you've thought of it a different way to use it. Like Anita using that valance, that old piece of wood that could have just gone to the scrapyard, but she used it, you know, to create a valance for her shower curtain. I think that sort of thing is such a fabulous way to decorate. And if you start to think and you look around your house and you may not have stuff available to you right now, but there are architectural salvage places in almost every city or you go to estate sales or things like that. And you, that's where you're going to find some really unique things. And then if you can just mm-hmm. try to figure them out how to use them, even if it's just placing them in a special spot in your entryway or tucked into your fireplace or something like that, just standing alone, that'll make such a statement. But if you're able to incorporate it into the actual um, you know, structure of your home, that's pretty fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, and another thing that I like to really customize, and I don't know that it's so much of a surprise element, but something very unique to you are to use monograms. And I love to monogram everything. I think a, a, one of the things that would be easy um, for our listeners to do is grab a paintbrush and some paint or a spray can and paint something. If you have a piece of furniture, a little, like a little end table, a little cute chair, just give it a coat of a fun color of paint, something that you really love that stands out. So, um, and it's so easy to do and makes a huge statement. Um, paint a lamp. You can paint a lamp shade, paint a mirror, paint, you know, just paint something, a really fun pop of color that you love. Yeah. And it's really great to paint something in a color someone wouldn't expect it to be in. I mean, you know what a diehard spray painter I am, but I was recently on a few planes and I'm sitting there with my giant stack of magazines and I love to tear out. I mean, Pinterest, I love, but uh, tearing it out of a magazine and then you know, folding it up and keeping it and then deciding later whether you're really going to do it or not. You know, (laughs) it's like, I love doing that. So I have my big stack and I came upon a photo of a bent wood chair. You know what those are? You know, the bent wood in the back and very simple. And I have several of them that were left here. And I have painted a couple of them black, but here they were in gold. I mean, how did I not think of that on my own? I don't know. But no one would expect a simple bent wood chair to be painted in this antique gold. And it looks so cool. So out of the magazine, it came, folded up and went in my, you know, probably to-do folder. And I'm definitely going to try that because there it is. You could have 
that could be your only element of surprise. I think I might do it for the two bent wood chairs that we use in our in our small office. And just they're now brown. Just make them gold. Like whoa, that's I think that's going to be fabulous. A little touch of Midas so, there. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, so lots really of re- really good ideas today. And, you know, I would suggest you just walk around your house. You might have, you know, you might not even think you have any surprises. And when you really look, you might already have some great surprises. But if you don't and you're itching to add a surprise element to your house, I hope we gave you a lot of good ideas today. Well, remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. So until next time, happy decorating. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you three times a week, and so we want you to keep up. So head over to any of your podcast listeners or iTunes and just sign up to get notified when we have a new episode. And also, don't miss out on the sales at bespokedecor.store. Head over there bespokedecor.store and sign up for our insider email list. And that way you won't miss a thing that's going on there either. And Anita and I are taking Bespoke Decor on the road. We will be heading to Round Top, Texas to the famous Round Top Antique Show. We'll specifically be at the Blue Hills area. I understand that Round Top is humongous and is going to completely wow me. I've never been before. So if you've never been, maybe this will be your year as well. And if you have been and you're familiar with Blue Hills, then sure, for sure, come and see us there. Let us know if you're coming and we'll give you all the details that you need to know to to pinpoint us in the sea of antiques and fabulous things. So we'll be there at the end of September through the the entire show. We're going to have special events at our booth. Uh, there'll be stuff to buy, us to chat with, and cold drinks to be had because I understand it gets pretty steamy there in Round Top. And if I have anything to do with it, there'll be some wine, ladies. So definitely head over and visit us in person in Round Top, Texas, coming up at the end of September 2018.